This is Good Riddance the Podcast. We are back. Episode number 32. 32, correct, bro? I believe so, yeah. 32. Episode 32 of the Good Riddance Podcast, man. I am your host, humble, gracious. I try to be at least. I've. I'm back again another week, man. Um, alongside me is uh, the man with the plan. And my name is not Stan. Because you know I can. <laughs> but it is Jay, though, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. That's, it is, okay. All right. I just had to make sure. I, man. I, I, I had to verify myself, too, you know? Sometimes you got to do that, man. Sometimes you got to do that, man. First of all, first and foremost, man, I want to shout out to all the listeners, man. Podcast is... Uh, a slow burn, as we learned last week. Shout out to you, Steven Spicer, man, for sliding through, providing some quality, quality conversation. Just uh, another man out here trying to make it happen. Um, we appreciate you for donating your time, your two hours, two hours and a half with us here at the Good Riddance Podcast, man. Um, Real talk. And all the listeners, man, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, man, I want to thank you guys, man. Definitely go and stream us, man. We there. The catalog is there. The content is there. I guarantee you, you're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You may be a little bit mad at what we say. You may not fuck with it, but I guarantee you, at the end of it, you will have your ideas, your conventional wisdom challenged. You you may gain some confirmation bias because we may believe some of the same things you do. Or you may be like, these motherfuckers are two idiots, but I'm going to listen to the podcast next week still. <laughs> but yeah, stay, no thank y'all. Thank y'all, man. We I definitely want to appreciate y'all, man. I just want to put it on front street right now. Uh, we are tuned into this uh, Laker game right now. It's, on, it's in the background. It's on mute. Kind of sad, man. No playoffs. I'm kind of hurt still, man. I mean, but what'd you expect? I expected playoffs. We had this conversation, and I don't want to hear it. We actually did have this conversation. I don't want to hear but it. But that doesn't change the fact. <laughs> the facts don't care about your feelings, and the facts will always remain factual. So it is what it is, though. Um, but, man, talk to me, man. How was your week, bro? How was your week, man? Man, how was my week? It, it, it was. Uh, talk to me, man. It, it was a fun week. It was a fun week. A fun week. Yeah, fun week. Learning, learning type of week. You know, you know, you, you know, you get those types of weeks sometimes where you just kind of sit back, and you say, you know what, I gotta learn some shit. Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, that, that's what it was for me. I learned some shit this week. You know, just kind of, what is this, man? Reading books. You know, I hit the gym yesterday. I told you I was telling you about it, man. I, I, I look, man, I gotta give y'all props, man. Who is y'all? Yeah, the, the, those the the gym rats. Okay. Man, it's hard, huh? It, it 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 takes some level of commitment. I'm gonna tell you, going to the gym is not as easy as the TV shows or the movies or the books allow you to think. It is not. In no way, shape, or form is that shit easy at all. Like I was on that fucking treadmill, running, for 13 minutes and nine seconds, ran up mile point one. Sweating up the yin yang, I was sweating so much, player, that like the the, the, the what is that thing the, the the mat that I'm running on, mm-hmm. my feet started slipping. 
<laughs> I'm slipping off my own fucking sweat. Losing traction. I, I, I felt like I was running in the rain. Like this shit was not cool. Hey. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, dude, like what the fuck is going on? You know, so it, it was dope. It was dope nonetheless. I'm gonna hit the gym tonight once again. That's what it takes, man. That's what that's that's definitely what it takes, bro. Oh uh, man, but damn, bro. Listen, you know what? Let me tell you something, Doug. So I'm 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 there in the gym, right? Mm-hmm. Now you know when you're in the gym, you get to you know you you get to see different characters all the time, right? Right, different peoples and shit. Of course, you know you see some pieces always walking around, you know. But I'll tell you one thing, man. I I don't know, and I'd like to hear from some of the fellas out there if you guys ever picked up at a gym. Because I'm only curious to know. I, I, I need to see someone pick up on one of these pieces, okay? Because it's very easy to pick up on a girl at the gym that, that's good looking, you know, that you can take her home, do some things. Is it easy to pick up on her I, at I, the gym? I think so. I mean, I, I generally think that it's easy to pick up on a good looking chick. But what I'm talking now is I'm talking about mm-hmm. that A1 steak sauce broad. You know what I mean? The one that basically mm-hmm. is walking around with that spandex on that you just, I mean, you almost cry when it walked by you. And not because <laughs> it's unenjoyable, but because it's so oniony that you just don't know what to do with yourself. You know what I mean? It's like layers to it, huh? Layers to it, right? And, and then, of course, you know, you see that they care about their, their image, like they're there and they know they look as good as they do. Right. You know, it's one thing to get one of these chicks at a club, you know, because you, you catch them in a vulnerable situation. You know, they're dancing, right. they're drinking and all this stuff. But now you got to consider these girls are in their right mind at the gym. Mm-hmm. They're there getting ready because they know the type of men they want to go after once they walk out that gym. So that's why I say I'd like to see someone pick up on one of these pieces. I'd li- I-, I would like to know the game on this one. And I would like to know if you got to look like a fucking movie star while doing it. Because I, I truly doubt mm-hmm. you're going to get some fucking potato muffin motherfucker going after one of these and picking up on them. Right. Gee, I, well, you know, I mean, maybe maybe if they see your car keys and shit, they might. But just money aside, <laughs> without them knowing shit, right? Yeah. I, I think that would be a very difficult task. A task in which I would want to see live to see if it's 100% doable. Because once again... I don't want to disagree, get you guys man. I don't. I do not think it's hard. I mean, I do not think it's easy. Excuse me, to pick up on any girl at the gym. On any. I'm. Well, let me not say any. So, I just think in general it's not. All right. So, so what? What do you say? Is, what, what, what's the what's what's the categories here? Like, uh, I just think. I don't know. I just think it's way too obvious when you do it at the gym. Really? So I think every girl at the gym. I don't expect that to be that obvious. I think every girl at the gym is on extra high alert, especially when she knows she look good. Just for the simple fact that she's going to uh-huh. be in the gym. She's probably going to be wearing tights. Right. Probably going to be wearing a tight shirt. Right? Right. And then she knows it's leg day, so she got to jump on the squats. <laughs> and to know, you, you get what I'm saying? You you know you, yeah, you no, follow me? No, th- 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 but that's that's my point though. That that's why I make this statement as I do. That's why I, I tell you right now. It's one thing. I mean, you could pick up on a good looking girl with a good body. You could right? shoot your shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, but it's it's possible. I mean, look, there is. How do I say it, man? There is. Um, all right. Let me kind of give you an example. Mm-hmm. You know, because I I, I got to paint an image for people. You know, so 
Paint that picture, bro. So there's a pretty girl, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what a pretty girl looks like. A pretty girl has a pretty face, nice personality. She smiles and she glows very nicely. You know, skinny set possibly. And, uh, you know, like uh, um, not thick, you know, but just she walks around and she gives you pretty. Yeah. All right. Nothing. And again, the, the, no onion that will make you cry. Like, I mean, it, it's just you look at her and you say, wow, she's pretty. Then you got the chicks that you look at and you say, okay, this one got some thickness to it. Mm-hmm. And it, it don't got the onion yet, but it, oh, like <laughs> it, 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 it got it got some layers there. You know what I mean? It, right. It, and then you got the face, just like that little, I don't know, you got that like. Let me, let me try to name some uh, some some movie stars, bro, to kind of get an idea, because most people know know people by stars and shit. Like, uh, um, you ever watched? Uh, did, did you watch that show Entourage? Yeah. Now, th- did you see the movie though? No, I've seen the show. I never seen the movie. Damn it! There, there's a there's a girl in the show. I mean, there's a girl in the movie, Ron Radikowski. Fuck, man! I'm gonna have to find out because so uh, to me, she's a pretty girl. Okay. Like a very pretty girl. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna show you what she looks like. So you can so you can get it. So you get an idea to say, okay, this is what that pretty. I mean, because when I say pretty, I'm not talking about like okay, just a random chick. I'm talking about I really mean it when I say it. Like I mean, pretty. Like, like pretty. You're pretty. Okay. You know? Like you don't just say you're pretty to just anybody. Like, right. You can tell any chick like, hey, you know, you're looking fly. Or, hey, you're looking you know, good. Yeah. You're looking good. No, you you know? are now, pretty. When, when you put words that actually have meaning, mm-hmm. you're looking good is just the word good being put into a sentence. But when you're looking pretty, you identified something to be. You identified a specific attribute. Bingo, right? I, feel, I, I see what you're saying. I see All where right. you're going. So check this one out. So let's see. It's entourage. I get what you're saying. I just think. I just think at the gym. It's 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 every girl's on super high alert, and you ain't you you probably ain't picking up no girl that's on high alert like that. It's just it's just not how the game go. I mean, unless, well, yeah, it's just not how the game go. Like, we've uh, we've seen this movie before. Okay, look here. Let me here, see. Here she is. Okay, see, you look at that, Emily Rudakowski. Okay. Okay, she's very pretty, and you thank, and and this is a podcast, and Jay showed me a picture on his phone. But okay, I I I see where okay. you at. So I see where you at. So this is pretty. Okay, yeah. Now, there, like, and like I said, this is levels. Like, oh man, you look at this. Like, damn, she is pretty as fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty. So a, a girl like that, I find it would be a little bit easier to pick up at. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, normally I've learned that pretty girls have a better personality. Pretty girls know they look good enough to get what they want, mm-hmm. but they're not stuck up enough for their own ego. Like, well, they, they don't, you know, they you don't know have that, that You shit. know what that triggers, that, that harkens me back to? What's that? Is that is like that in every facet of life. Not just pretty girl, in every facet of life. And, and the person who said this was Joe Rogan. He okay. basically said... For instance, he's like, you meet a UFC fighter, he's like, 95% of them are some of the nicest people you would ever fucking meet. Right. The reason why is because they're very secure about who they are. They know how to fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't need to be over, overpowering at any point in time. He's like, 
he, 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 I forgot who he named, but he's like, this dude is like a 6'6", heavyweight Bellator fighter. One of the nicest fucking guys I fucking ever met in my life. Right. Very kind-hearted, very soft-spoken, very, you know, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? He's like, oh, do yeah. you think Conor McGregor is like that on a daily basis? Like, he's like, no. Conor McGregor is actually very fucking nice. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? We're going to get into Conor, too. Oh, but yeah. It, you know what I mean? So it's like, like think about the bully in, 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 in school. The right. bully in school is fucking insecure. The bully in school can't fight. The bully in school is looking for some sort of fucking, uh, even if it's imaginary, like higher ground, higher placement than somebody else. That's right. why they bully somebody who they know would allow them to take it. Right. But now, as kids, if you put every, if, if you teach every kid how to fight, like actually fight, right? Think of how many fights and how many people would be. Complaining about bullying. Nobody. Because everybody's secure within themselves. Everybody know what they're capable of. You get what I'm saying? And when people really talk shit to each other, people are really going to talk shit to each other. Like, they really got a problem other than, oh, he's a softie, so I'm going to just fuck with him. That's true. I'm going to steal his lunch money because he's not going to do much. That's you get what I'm true. saying? Yeah. Like, but in every facet of their life, a pretty-ass girl that knows she's pretty... She ain't just giving it up like that. You're not just shooting. You're just not. You're not just walking up at the gym like yo. I that's just, why. That's I think I that's just, why I, I, I disagree. disagree with that. No, no. I disagree. I disagree with that because think about it. When you know, see, look, that you 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 pinpointed the same exact thing. When you're so confident about yourself, mm -hmm. you don't exclude people. You have no reason why to shy down people to make people feel like shit. Like because well, but you, know you don't gotta up. make somebody feel like shit in order to like. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Not, but like, if on average, okay, look, let, let's be realistic, right? If you if 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 you're not attractive, right? And, and what I, what I mean by this is like, everybody's attractive to somebody. Yeah, most of us know when we're not attractive to certain people, right? Or vice versa. <laughs> if you feel like you got a chance, not because of ego, but because you know the the the, the chemistry could work, right? It's just a matter of you working on the potion to make it pop up and, hey, look, I created a science project and it worked kind of shit, right? Mm -hmm. If that possibility is there, which it can't be in the gym. Right. I mean, it's it, when like I said, when a girl's pretty, that possibility is a lot more successful. Because let's say the first time you talk to her, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to fucking smash on the first night, bro. And either way, most of the time you're talking to somebody at the gym, bro. You're trying to get to know somebody, you know, because you're you're probably gonna be there for about an hour, all right. It ain't right. like it ain't like the club where you just could be, talk to someone real quick and then boop disappear, and they don't know where you're at, and then you pop up like at the end of the night, like, hey, what's up? I see you again. Oh well, shit, but it's get like, in my car. You but know, it's but that that, that, that kind of goes to that thing where it's like, you know, like it's somebody for everybody, right? right? And so you're only gonna be as challenged as what's in your environment. Right, so if you are bro, in an environment, the gym is a fucking jungle, bro. If you can no, pick up at the it gym, is. you are a fucking like, bro. Right, but I don't see girls bro. getting. I've never heard one story about two people getting together, two people having a relationship, two people. I'm about to get to that category. Continue. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> two people. I've never heard one story about two people in a relationship uh -huh. and even further, all the way down to marriage and shit, mm -hmm. of two people meeting at the gym. I've never, I've never heard that. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is for a reason. Have you heard of two people meeting and falling in love at the gym? No, but you've heard restaurants. You've heard I met him at the fair. I seen him. I met him at the mall. I at the club, at the bar. You've seen all that. You've never seen. We we went to the same church for years. We worked at the same job. Uh huh. He came into my job while I was at work. She, you know what I'm saying? I just, you know what I mean? Restaurant type. Never at the gym. I've never heard it at the gym. So. I'm, 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 and that's just me. That's just my experience. Uh huh. So that's just where my uh, where I, where I kind of stand with that. I don't know, man. The gym is like everybody in there is on high alert. Every girl, especially if she knows she's right. But that's what that's my point, though. So 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 here's where this is why I made it very clear. Whereas I want to see someone mm-hmm. go after the dime piece. Okay. Well, yeah, you, because you, you probably see dudes shooting a shot all day. No, that's what I'm saying. But that, but look, those are much harder. And I, I'm going to tell you why. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. The reason why those are much harder, mm-hmm. because those broads already walked in with the mentality that I know I look good. And they've already come in. They, they already walk into the gym with the mentality of, I know I'm going to get gawked at. I'm going to be getting checked out 24-7. So that's why if I'm... If anybody comes and talks to me, I'm right. going to fucking diss them. Because they're at that... See, that's those are the ones in high alert. But at the same token, you ever notice, bro, most of those chicks that are like that, they mm-hmm. got some self-esteem issues? Known fact. Is that a fact? It's, it's a known fact. Like, you, just, you just gave a good example. The bully. To the weakling, uh-huh. that person looks like, oh, shit, they're so strong. Oh, my God. Right. But to the to the trained eye, we know what's up. The uninitiated yeah. may not realize, but to the initiated, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they got some issues there. Whether it's daddy issues, whether it's ugly duckling issues. I mean, everybody. Whether, whether it's competition issues. See, check this out. Break it down. I knew a girl once, right? Right. And uh, you know, I I, I never. Um, I, I, I guess I, you could say just knew her as a friend, right? Because I never did anything with this chick like that. But she had this personality where she, I mean, because, man, it was a piece. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a piece, and, and you knew it. And, I'm and, following you. And the thing was that, like, I mean, it, it, it was just a piece, bro. So the bottom line was that sometimes you just sit back and say, damn, what, could that, what do I got to do to get to that, right? Mm-hmm. But her personality alone, because she knew how hot she was, it ruined everything. Like, to me, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, I mean, do I really want to be dealing with this kind of bullshit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, let alone, this is the beginning. Now, w- wait until you get to know a motherfucker. Right. You know, which I, that may change because there's a lot of people that are in high alert at the beginning and then, you know, they soften up just like in every other way, right? Right. I, I didn't know in this situation because I didn't bother chasing it enough to find out. But what I did come to the conclusion to was that this chick didn't have any type of, like, you know, parental issues, didn't have any type of uh, ugly duckling shit. She was always cute for you. I mean, you look at the, you know, because you could tell, like, even with kids, when they're small, mm-hmm. you could look at a kid and say, like, you know, it's a decent-looking kid. And then you could also look at a kid, I mean, you know, a lot of people can hate me for this, but you could also look at a kid and say, holy fuck, I could tell what the parents look like. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what>? So, <laughs> bro, you <laughs> said you could look at a kid and say, holy fuck. <laughs> Bro, so look, hey, 
lie to the listeners, bro. But you could just give me a wink if you've ever seen a nah, kid. Nah, nah. I don't. I, uh, I don't. I, nah. I, I stay away from that, man. Okay. All right. Fine. Well, look. I, 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 already, <laughs> I, I already opened up the pot, so fuck. Bro, me. you you on that ledge by yourself, bro. <laughs> 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 he said you could look at a child and say, holy fuck. But but that's the thing, you know, like <laughs> she never had those type of those symptoms per se. Right. Right. So, OK, bottom line. But what was her issue? Her issue actually was that she would be cheated on very often. Dudes would get with her mm-hmm. and then, you know, she'd, she'd be, you know, I, I would assume she'd be a good girl with them and everything like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe high maintenance, maybe whatever the fuck it was. But she would always get cheated on. It was it was an explanation that was so hard to understand. But was she was she allowing herself to be cheated on? Like was she like just in different relationships? And is this a girl you actually knew? Yeah, I actually knew her. Okay, like, was she just in uh, like multiple relationships and she just got cheated on in those relationships, or no, was no, it no. just the it same was, relationship with the same guy that just kept fucking up? It, it was. So here's how it all began, right? So it was it was first. Mind you, this was years back, and it's kind of prolonged. I think the last time I talked to this chick was maybe back when I was about, what, I want to say 25 or 4? Late 24. Okay, so it's right. a few years, yeah. Yeah, so late 24, the last time I talked to her. And um, and late 24 was pretty much like just it, during that year was very bland, you know. The last yeah. time I actually came, hung out with her was back when I was probably like 22. Just, just kind of paint the picture, right? Yeah. So, you know, the thing was that, from 18, you know, mm-hmm. because she told me all these little stories and shit like that, right? She'd be like, yeah, you know what? Um, that, you know, her, her first relationship was with some dude that she was with since she was like 16 years old. Sure. And the dude always cheated on her, so, you know, she never understood why, right? But then she kind of left him but just kind of kept going back and forth with him until she was 18. Mm-hmm. So now she's 18. She got into another serious relationship. You know, and like I said, bro, this is a piece, bro. Like, I mean, I need, I need people to understand that sometimes beauty isn't everything, right? But... She, I mean, it, it, you, if you look at her from afar, you, you're, you're questioning yourself as to why she was never in movies, why she was never in a, as a supermodel, like whatever the fuck. She cute from far, but far from cute. Uh, it, maybe internally, you know, hey. I, don't, I, I, I don't know. At least from the part from where I knew her from, she was good people's. You know what I mean? Like she had a good heart or whatever. But I told you, she had that fucking personality. Whereas, as if any man was trying to get at it, like she would make that part of it impossible because she knew where she stood. You know, so. The thing about it is that at this point, she went through multiple relationships, like serious relationships where she tried to be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she would always get cheated on by other girls that were also very good looking. Get cheated on by other by her dude? Oh, yeah, by, by the dudes. By, yeah. But, so I'm referring to the girls that, that, uh, that were used to cheat on her. Yeah. These girls were very, very, very sexy looking girls. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, they, they, I mean... I mean, you know, sometimes you got to sit back and just give daps to that dude. Like, damn, bro. Like, whoo. You were putting together quite a roster. Man. Like, you know know what I'm saying? You even got a nice bench. I mean, You got a couple coming off the bench. That's kind of, whoo. Your bench warmers, dog. (laughs) It's like, just think of it this way, you know, like no homo to this. But think of it like it's kind of, I have to put that in there so you can kind of explain my drift. In a female perspective, it's like you mm-hmm. have Kobe Bryant sitting as a bench warmer. Like, fuck. You feel you me? Got, if you got Kobe coming off the bench, you got a like, you got you must have. <laughs> you got your lineup you got to be crazy. Queen by Dujo, what is that? <laughs> Kareem. <laughs> Kareem. <laughs> Look, man, you got me talking shit. Okay, so yeah. so the point is this, right? So, very very good looking girls, mm-hmm. regardless of anything, but 
that was her issue, the competition. Her biggest default and her biggest flaw mm-hmm. was the competition, which is why she was always so competitive. Like, I mean, so not competitive, but so. But that's something within her, based. though, bro. That, that's my, that's my that's point. That's something like. That's do my you point. Believe, do you believe. Have you heard? And then if you have, do you believe that your daughter's first love is from her dad? I do. Actually, I do believe that. You believe that? I do. For For one simple fact that. I believe that too. The first, the first man that she naturally gets to meet is her father, and however the father treats her, that's going to give her an example of what kind of man. That but she not just her, support. her mom. Her mom. Yeah. How you treat? How you treat? How you, how you treat women in general? But how you treat her matters. Oh, of course. Because if you don't care, if you seemingly, you know what I mean, if you you know not there, then she's gonna like. She'll know it. She'll feel it, and she'll accept it as a as a form of being a man. Right. Yeah, and so she'll, and that'll be bare minimum of what she'll be expecting from relationships that she's in. But at the same time, it should be way more than that. You know what I mean? Of course. So, so I, I, I agree with that. But it, it goes to my point, though. These girls, as hot as they are, mm-hmm. as 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 right as they had, you think they have their lives. I mean, shit. It's pretty fucking wild. Like, let me give an example. Right. Look at the, how many women look up to Kim Kardashian. Fake I'm, or not, bro. I'm fake or not. I mean, a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, f- fake or not, whatever the fuck, money, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of girls out there that, at first, at first glance, when you when when they look at Kim, they're like, oh my god, look how bomb she looks, look at what she got, look at all. Like, I mean, there's a lot of women out there that that idolize this girl, right? Right. Because I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, Kim Kardashian literally turned herself into like a Barbie kind of figure, kind of shit. Yeah. Without becoming an actual Barbie and looking like fucked up Barbie kind of thing, right? Sure. Not to say that she's not getting there, but you know, it it's still a very reasonable piece to look at. You know, it, you know, what's the term? It's it's still eye candy per se, in 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 its own little ways. You can yeah, I, I sure. You can put right. People like that look that that yeah yeah you yeah. know. So the thing would be is about how many girls out there, and 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 there's a few at least that I've talked to. So I don't know I don't know if every every girl feels this way. Right. So like I said, there's a lot of them that idolize her, idolize her, but there's a lot of them that say, damn. Although she has the looks that she thinks that are that she, that she's in, implemented to the world that is the right look for a girl like this, is what you're supposed to look like. Right. Although you have money, although you have all this shit, if you ever watch her reality shows, the bitch was always unhappy, always crying about something, <laughs> always emotionally fucked. Right. There was always something in every episode that let you know that this girl has had some type of trauma in her life. That holy fuck. Like, you as a woman are fucked. But as a businesswoman, mm-hmm. I mean, you learned a whole lot. You're doing good. Great job. You, f- you see what I'm saying? But like, That's and, and a lot to digest, too. It, it is, because right. look at what society's looking up to. Like, a lot of these little girls are looking up to them. Like, oh, my God, it, it's good to be a... Uh, what's, what's that term? Like, uh, not a crybaby, but a, um, a, a diva, right? Like, mm-hmm. per se. Like, you know, to, to be a diva and shit. And, you know, I... I guess as a little girl, you can, you can feel that way. You got to embrace that a little bit. But right, I, I guess the thing is that I, what I'm trying to get to is basically every hot girl out there, right? This is where I put the difference that there's there's a such thing as hot, like oh my god, you're a fucking sexy looking girl, mm-hmm. and then there's the pretty girl. Now, if you ask me, hey man, if you had to pick and choose, what girl do you prefer to be with? I'm gonna choose pretty all day, because I can have a conversation with pretty. And we could probably relate to more shit, more down to earth stuff, less superficial overall. 
if anything, I'm probably taking them out to the expensive place, and they're looking at me like, okay, we don't have to do all that. Like, oh, my God. Right. Like, like what, are you what? serious? Like, all right, fuck it, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, yeah. we, we can just go to the beach and walk, and you, I don't have to take you to a dinner? <laughs> <gasps> we like, just eat some regular shit? Like, all right, cool. Like, what, do you, a pizza by the beach? Man, <laughs> you you see you follow me like yeah. that can happen with the pretty girl, but with the fucking steaming hot sexy girl, you got too much maintenance things to wor- be worried about. Mm-hmm. And again, and and it's probably because of the way we are, bro. I mean, let's be realistic. I, I know I'm no fucking uh, I'm no supermodel, so my maintenance levels are probably not as high. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I know I'm not a bad looking dude, but at the same token, I'm not the most. You know, I mean, you have to understand those those. He like you gotta understand. <laughs> like you personally have to understand where you stand in a category of. Absolutely. Of, of sharks, per se. You know what I mean? I also think just people love in proximity. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you're around motherfuckers who... You get, like, if you're around bad shit, like, you automatically, like, start to gravitate towards that shit. You break, know what I mean? Break that down a little bit more. Just... It just depends on what you're around. So if you just around, um, like... And, and when I say love and proximity, I don't mean like just falling in love with somebody. I'm just talking about you tend to adapt to the environment, right? You like if if you're around strippers all the time, you're gonna start to tend to fall for strippers. You're gonna start to tend to like ingrain yourself in that fast-paced lifestyle, chasing, chasing, chasing. You just fall in love with the chase. Does that make sense? If you're around gang members, you will eventually find yourself intertwined with that type of uh, that type of lifestyle. So next thing you know, you're doing things that are a part of that lifestyle, i.e., Takashi Six Nine. So, do, do you really believe that you are, that people technically can truly be, or can the excuse be given that you are truly a product of your own environment? I do agree with that. Hmm. I agree with that, but it, it's all, it's up to that person to accept that uh, to accept that reality, right? Right. So if like me, grew up in South Central Los Angeles, gang members everywhere I looked, right? Like some of the homies, some of my best homies growing up, all eventually, you know, went that way. Two drops, right? I. Uh, made a cognizant decision that I can't be, like, a part of that. Like, I've known dudes to go to jail for years. I'm, like, 15. I'm, like, yo, he went to jail for, he's going to jail for how long? (laughs) Bro, are you serious? Bro ain't even had, like, he's not going to see his 21st birthday on the street. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I know dudes still in jail, never had alcohol. Well, I mean, probably like the jailhouse mate, but never been in a club. Like, you never really experienced anything. They you get what I'm saying? They don't know what it's like to be at the bar. So it's kind of like, so it's kinda like looking back, I'm like, yo, like, you mean I avoided all that to get this what I'm, where I'm at right now? That's right. I'll take that any day and twice on Sunday. <laughs> like, I would take that every day and twice, twice on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> but it's just one of those things, man, where like... You, you get what I'm saying? Like I pull up, like I tell, I say it all the time. Like I pull up to my mama house and I see the same, same dudes I used to fuck with low key when I was young, when I was 17, 16, 17. Like same shit, same exact shit. I'm like, yo, like thinking to my, I don't say nothing, but thinking to myself, like y'all gotta get the fuck off 47th place, my nigga. Like it's nothing over here. 
it's really nothing over here. My boy, my boy called out the street. Yeah, yeah like, so I, I, like I don't, I don't mind it. Like you feel me? Like I, I really don't. Like I grew up Slauson and Broadway. That's, an, that's 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 the nearest main streets where I st- where I grew up at. It's a lovely location, I, I might say. <laughs> you know, beautiful palm trees. Yeah. Okay. Nice sunshine. You know, if you ever want to take a date. Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I highly recommend. You feel me? Like, it, it, <laughs> but it's it's just one of those things where it's like, bro, like I've been a part of that shit. Like I've been in a I've been in scenarios where. I was when I was a kid. I got tang- I was with the homies. Got tangled up with the wrong dudes, and I'm get. I'm I'm watching them over my back because I'm not trying to get jumped again. Now I'm with the homies because I just got jumped. I'm letting the homies know so we can plot and go jump them back. And it was just it was, like that shit was tight. Like it's like it's it's tiring. Twenty four seven. It's tiring. Yeah, bro. Like I'm supposed. To, I gotta take the bus to school tomorrow by myself. Right. <laughs> by myself, but at the same time, you mean to tell me that if I'm slipping, I can get jumped? Cause whatever they they out to get me, and I, and then once that happened, I'm out to get them. And then who's to say one of us ain't gonna take it too far and be like, "Yo, I got the hammer. We gonna see him at the bus stop. We gonna run up strap. I got the shank on me. So I'm, we gonna run up, get him right between the second and third rib, and dip." Now I'm laying out the bus stop bleeding. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's that shit. Is, that shit has to be tiring. That shit has to like that shit is mentally fuck nerve wracking. But that's your job. You realize that though. It but be, I, but I didn't want. Job. I didn't want. I didn't want that shit to be my job. <laughs> well, of like, course. I, like for real. Like so, you were a product of your own environment until what? Until what do you mean? Yeah. So obviously, like I mean, from what you're telling me right now. Or from what we're hearing, you were a product of that environment mm-hmm. until something happened that you decided to say, "Let me take myself off the shelf." It was it was actually one time in particular. Feel it, if, if you want to. It was actually it was actually two times. The first time, mm-hmm. like it was like one of those like sh- like eye openers. Okay. But then it was like it was just an eye opener. Like I still kind of I kind of shrugged it off and ignored it, right? And both of these stories is no lie, like no exaggeration at all. I'm at the homie's house, right? Okay. I'm not gonna say his name because he's still, you know, no, of course, he, he's, of course. He's, he's over there. He's still a part of that type we'll, of lifestyle. We'll be we'll be anonymous to the situation, yeah. but the, the, you know, so as, as a still, matter of fact, don't even give locations. Just just I, I'm not. Yeah, get yeah. So if anybody's familiar, just general location. Slauson and Broadway's on the east side, technically, like. Theoretically, yeah. Close. Uh, if you're looking at the map, it's on the east side. But anyways, right. so I'm at the homie's house, and we used to be just posted up, playing 2K. Just ch- We was, like, chilling all day and shit, like, playing games, talking shit, smoking weed, just low life, not doing shit, shit, right? And so I get up because I'm going to go to the store. Right, I'm going to the store, and we had just smoked, so you know what I'm going to the store for. Bullshit. Chips, candy, just munchies. Right. The bullshit. So I go to the store, and I walk up. I walk into the back of the liquor store where, where the refrigerators are. I go into the refrigerator. I grab out three, because I I'm, I'm went to the store for a couple of the homies that, was our, that stayed at the crib. I grab three Arizonas out of the, out of the refrigerator. Woo! 
the Arizonas. Bro. Oh, damn, you went back. Okay, Bro, continue. that mucho mango. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyways. Oh, shit. So I grab, oh, I grab, I grab three Arizonas, the tall boys, the tall oh, guys, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So I got him in my arm, and then as I, as I closed the door, I'm... I'm out of it. Like I'm not alert. I'm not how I should be. Like I, you know, You're what cruising. I mean? right? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm shaded. I'm just laying low. I have on a hoodie. Some dude walks up to me, and pushes me, like walks up behind me and pushes me with one hand up against the, uh, the, the, the refrigerator doors. Right. So I'm like this, and I can barely see him. So I don't know who he is. I've never, I've never seen. When I look back, I've never seen this dude. Right. So automatically, I force myself turn to turn around, do back up a little bit, but then he pushed me back against the um, against the refrigerator doors. Yeah. My and he's he's with a couple other dudes, and so dude takes out a knife and he puts it like to my ribs, and mm-hmm. he starts he he starts. Saying who his na- what his name is, where he's from, all that type of shit. Like, what's the deal? Like, I heard you had problems. Heard you had the beef going on, and so I'm shaded. Like, I'm still like, all right, like in my head, so many different scenarios of how this is gonna play out is running through my mind. Right, right. So as he pushes me against the, uh, uh, against the uh, refrigerator doors, like it was like a loud like bump. So the dude from the um. The dude that, that runs the a liquor store, the liquor store owner, yeah. calls the police. He's on the phone. He's like, yeah, they got this guy. He's pressed up against the uh, uh, the refrigerator doors. There, something's about to happen. You guys got to hurry up. He's giving his address to the fucking dispatcher. And dudes book it. They leave out the store. So at that moment, I'm like, shit. I'm like 100% off guard. What's beef? You get. I'm 100% off guard. I don't have no exit strategy. I don't have no home court advantage. I'm totally in another dude's like vicinity. Right. So I'm like, all right. So soon as they um, soon as they leave, I pay for my little shit, and then um, I get on the phone with the homie because he lived like two blocks away. So I get on the phone with the homie, and I'm I'm just cruising back to his back to his crib, and then the homie was like, "What happened?" Yo, let's go. So I'm like, oh shit. Now I gotta now I gotta go on a chase because I'm involved in the shit. So I jump in the car, we cruising around, trying to spot the dudes. We didn't we didn't end up spotting them, but at the same time, like after it all was said and done, like that next that same night when it was time to shower and go to sleep, like I was stuck with that. Like Of course. That could have played out totally different. A hundred percent Like you get what I'm saying Like you never know Oh yeah So that that was like The first like Alright my nigga I really gotta I really gotta fix some shit up Like I really Wake gotta up. change some shit Because that shit is The shit is tiring The shit is exhausting And I don't have The stripes I don't got the credentials I'm not a street nigga To tell you exactly How tiring And how <laughs> it is But so I don't got the credentials About the little uh, oh, the, About the little <laughs> Shenanigans I pulled Bro Like I was like it keeps you on. And imagine having to be that. Nah, yeah, that's for, yeah, for real, bruh. Keeps you on your toes twenty four seven. That shit is not, especially in the areas where you walk up, man. Like there's certain little areas. You're right, you're right. So, but you said there's a second time. And the second time, um, these were by some Hispanic dudes, three Hispanic dudes on bikes. Oh, or right. not? They weren't. They weren't all. There's two on bikes and one walked up. Same homie house. I'm leaving. 
It's bad and, juju, dog. Yeah, and and I remember I was leaving for some pussy. Best reason why to leave a homie's house? Yeah. Okay. So I was about to. Uh, our my dad texted me that he just got home from work, and so I used to borrow my dad's car. Right when he wasn't using, when he had to work or anything like that. Right. So I was like I'm leaving a homie's house. It takes me like ten minutes to walk home, like probably less than that. So I'm on the phone with the uh, with the prey. Okay. <laughs> so as I, <laughs> so as I'm walking, Ray. I'm on the phone, right? I'm you know whispering sweet nothings, and I'm about to be on my way right now. Give me a minute. I'm you know blah 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 talking my shit. About to go so, give you the silky smooth. Right, so as I'm walking, okay. I hit the corner, right, and I saw the dudes like they were standing outside of the apartment that was across the street from the homie's house. So I, I, I spotted them. I'm, I'm like, all right, cool. I see those dudes. Keep walking. Don't even, don't pay them no mind. I hit the corner, and then as I hit the corner, um, I stay on the phone, and then I remember telling this, telling this girl I'm, I was uh, dealing with, like, yo, I'm gonna have to call you back. And she's, you know, it, it was like in the middle of the sweet nothings, too. So she was like, yo, what are you talking about? I'm going to call you back. I was like, I got to call you back. She got real. It got real. So I, it was a flip phone. I closed my flip phone. It was a razor. <sighs> Bro, I got some stories to tell you about Bro. some razors. Though. So okay. I put the, put the phone in my hoodie, and I keep walking. And then one dude on his bike, he kind of go a little fast and kind of creep up in front of me. Cut my, cut my path of walking off. Right. So I stop, and it's like a black gate behind me. And so I immediately, because there's three of them, I immediately turn my back to the gate so that way I can have peripheral vision of all you motherfuckers. Right. Right? So the dude was like, hey, yo, give me your phone. So I was like, I can't do that. Pride. I should have just gave my phone up. I didn't do it. So she's like, give me your phone, man. And the dude had... JR carved in the in the, he had shades on. He had JR carved in the glasses. Right? Like like yeah. in, like carved out. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. I can't do that. And then I was I remember telling him, I don't even know you guys. Like, I don't know y'all. Like why y'all like you get what I'm saying? Like and I told him, I was, I remember telling him like just as a strategy, like, yo, like this can be ugly. You don't know what I got on me. Like if I had like if I had it on me, I would y'all would have got popped as soon as y'all started approaching me. So the dude was like, just give me your phone, nothing's gotta happen. So the other dude, he he's off of his bike, right? So one dude is off his bike, the other dude is like kinda off his bike, but the bike is still like between his legs. He's standing yeah. up with the bike. And they were all like bigger dudes, like huskier dudes. So in in my I mind, I'm like So in my mind, I'm like Thinking of exit strategies. Again, I'm like Doctor Strange coming up with a thousand scenarios. <laughs> like, how is this going to play out? What is the pros and the cons of each one of these scenarios? With only one being the well, ability of... Uh, and exactly. <laughs> and like uh, like Stark asked him, and how many do we win? One. Strange was like, one. That's that, what... Uh, and that shit was, that, that shit right. was some legit shit. And right so, there. again, dudes had a knife. So the dude with the with the bike in between his legs is getting off his bike with the knife. He pulls it out of his little fucking fat ass pocket. So I'm like, all right, this has got to go one of two ways. So I swung on the dude that was closest to me. The dude that had the JR carved out his glasses. 
Glasses fell off and everything. And I jump over his bike, how he was positioned, and I start running. He grabs my shirt, but I snatch off. He wasn't going to grab me. And I'm booking. <sighs> running. Running down the street. Motherfuckers got Their biggest mistake is getting back on the bike. You're not going to catch me on the bike. I'm out. <laughs> you are not going to catch me on the bike. Not when I'm on foot. You can't maneuver like I can maneuver. I can hit one gate and I've shake and I, I hit one gate and they were they were shaking. So I keep running. And of course I wasn't gonna be dumb and just run exact like straight home. You know what I mean? So I ran, I chilled in like a little cut, like a little alley for a minute, caught my breath, waited till it died down a little bit, then I just kinda weaved my way home, like through like some back Yeah, like some back alleys and shit. And I was at the house like, I'm done. I can't do it. Like this shit. Is like, it's gonna it go. It literally like I literally saw for myself one of two ways that it was gonna end. I was gonna get hurt, or I was gonna be in jail. I was gonna just be at the wrong place, wrong time. A fucking police raid come, the the hammer in the car, and I ain't got nothing to say. You were in the car, so for you get what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. I literally saw I was at a fork at a, at a fork in the road. And saw two paths, both dark. Didn't like either one in the long in the long run. So I was like, you know what? I'm done. So a lot of the homies that I was fucking with during that time, I kind of like it was like cold turkey. It just it just it just happened like that, bro. I can see that. And you like it just takes that cognizant decision. Like I know dudes probably to this day. To this day, <laughs> probably want to turn back and be like, "Yo, I don't want none of this shit." Bro, but sorry, they I'm can't sorry, because Doug. they so far into it. You know, you just you know you you know who you just reminded me of just now, Doug. What's that? Deontay Wilder. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> to this day. But like, but like, imagine, oh, imagine being so deep into it that you want to turn it around, but you can't. Yeah. yeah. Because you got too many enemies. You've crossed the, you you you've crossed too many people's paths. You stepped on too many toes. You've hurt too many people. You've stolen too much shit. You've you get what I'm saying? You've hurt too many people's feelings. Like they can't go back. The only way to go back is to move to Vegas. And p- niggas do that. Niggas, all right, I'm moving to Vegas. I don't trust nobody who Bro. moved to Vegas. But then, we know a dude. Yeah, I don't that trust. just moved to Vegas. <laughs> We don't trust your ass, motherfucker. I don't trust nobody. You move to Vegas, I don't trust you. Hey, but listen, I, I believe that a lot of dudes that be moving out like that, they pretend to leave their ways behind only to try to use their ways in the new location because there's not enough for them around. And that's some coward shit. That is some pussy shit. Because you know when you go to Vegas... I don't really. I, I'm 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 unfamiliar what the scene is out there, but I don't imagine there being too much. Uh, I don't imagine there being a gang scene like there is in LA. I'm sure there so, is. So it, I'm sure there is. Like but always, but yeah, I'm sure there is. It's probably more like, like like, motorcycle club gangs. Like not like street. You know what I mean? Like like motorcycle club gangs with the chapters. Probably I don't know. I'm just talking on my ass, but I'm I'm assuming I I really think you a fucking cornball if you leave the shit you was doing here to go to a whole new city where people don't fucking know you and just start trying to throw your weight around like that. 
you get socked in your fucking chin. That's corny. In your mouth. That is fucking corny. Yeah, I can see that. That's true. But anyways, I mean... You know what's corny? What's that? Speaking of people that kind of just go off those drums, dog. And I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of staying within the topic. We're kind of dropping off a little bit because... Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the message that McGregor gave out? Oh, the retirement. I don't know how to feel about that. I, 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 I think I thought it was a joke at first. I kid you not. When mm-hmm. I first when I first read it, I'm like, nah, this might be a joke. This might be a joke. This might be a little tactic. I still think it's a little tactic. But it's just like, I mean, you're Conor McGregor. What's the point of doing that? Well, I think. Like was that was that that was that whoop ass, that effective? That you realize that you just don't got it no more, and you just don't want to do it because you 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 tasted the real money. And you're just like, no, have you heard it. about a lot of people, or I've heard some analysts questioning the timing of it though, of the announcement. Why? Um, he's recently been in the news for his little misdemeanors and smashing fans' yeah. phones for taking pictures. Shit, yeah, but. I was unaware, to be honest. Were you aware that he's under, like, he has some sexual assault uh, allegations in Ah. Ireland, though? No. Whoa. In Ireland. And so. In the homeland. mm Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, it didn't happen within the States, but it's in Ireland. And, like, whatever that. Citizen. Whatever that, uh, whatever those allegations are, are, like, is gaining some steam. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like. So whatever that's going to be is going to take him away from fighting. Like, because he's got to go deal with that. So he has to leave the U.S. to go do that shit. He's probably, probably going to have to go back to Ireland and deal with that shit. And he's probably not going to have any time to, like... Now, is, is it sexual assault or... or is sexual assault allegations. Like, nothing's proven yet. I mean, but... Nothing's proven. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Yeah. My girl hates her. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, just because of um, the roles that she allows herself to take and play. Her money roles, you mean? I mean, they make her money, but what she's saying is that there's not a lot of Latina. Because my girl's from Guatemala, right? Right. So there's she's she's like there's already not enough um, Latin based. We're talking about Sofia Vergara, by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we, we're really horrible at telling people what the fuck we're talking about. But yeah, he just showed me an image of Sofia Vergara. Um, but the reason why is because, and we we're totally on a tangent. But just let me give him this little reason yeah, real, yeah, quick. Go for it real quick. So the reason why my girl doesn't like her is because she feels like there's a very very limited pool of Latina women in Hollywood. So for her to keep taking, it's it's cool in the beginning of your career, but she's not a she's not a, a a spring chicken anymore in Hollywood. So for her to keep taking the the sexy airhead kind of blonde white girlish role, you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like all right now, like we want to see you do some with some substance. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be the the airheaded, sexy Latina girl in every in every role. But bro, this woman doesn't age. Like, she doesn't. H- how do you argue that shit? But what she's saying is she Fuck. needs to take roles with substance. Like she's like my like she's like th- she's like think of your favorite actors. 
You have specific movies that you absolutely love by those actors. You have specific scenes that you love by those actors. Any color. She's like, I was like, you're right. I was like, I love Denzel. And every time I think of Denzel, one of my favorite scenes is that training day scene. That end when he's uh when 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 he's in the projects, Ugh. I'm gonna put cases on all you bitches. <laughs> you gonna be playing? What do you say? You gonna be basketball and <laughs> Pelican Bay? Yeah. But I'm through with you. Shoe programs, right? Dog shoe programs, man. That's but cool. yeah, that's, that's cool. one of my, that's one of my favorite scenes by him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he, she's like, oh, and like, damn. she's like, I used to love Sophia Vergara, but like at this point, it's like. All right, how many times can you keep redoing the same role? Well, shit, she's proven that you could do that shit almost all your life. Hey, but anyways, back to Connor. Back to Connor. Okay, yeah. that's what we was talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my bad people. So yeah, I so just, he I has some. Distracted. So he has some allegations that are taking place in Ireland that are heating up. Right. That's going to pull him away from fighting. So it's kind of like, um, and UFC is not a thing you can do half ass. You can't just do it on the side. You got to like be like. Like dedicated Like you gotta be All 100% in Cause that's a Pugilistic sport You will get Knocked the fuck out On live TV On pay- pay-per-view TV If you don't If you don't come correct You know what I mean So I mean what, what do you think about it Do you think he's bluffing Do you think he should Stay retired Do you think he's uh, You know what do, what do you think he's, What do you think He's doing man What are your What are your What are your thoughts well, you know, I, 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 you know what? I, I didn't know that. About what the you, allegations? About the allegations. And as a matter of fact, uh, today is, well, yeah, today's the 26th. And it, it looks like, um, according to the New York Times, which I'm not sure if it's accurate information overall, but. If you can't trust the New York Times we're reporting, I don't know who the fuck you can trust. Uh, bro, I, you know, trust me, bro, <laughs> after these past couple of years, you know, I don't know who the that fuck That is a trust. global publication. All the more reason why it's been hard for me to trust a lot of this shit. Anyway, so the bottom line is this. I will tell you this much. According to this shit, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm only going to read one stanza, okay, if I may. According to this, this is New York Times, by the way, dot com. Conor McGregor, the ultimate fighting champion's biggest star and one of the world's highest paid athletes, is under investigation in Ireland after a woman accused him of sexual assault in December according to four people familiar with the investigation. So here's what's fucked up about that. Um, what's kind of fucked up about that is the fact that you got four other people supporting this as, uh, as, as material witnesses. So my first uh, question would be, who are these four people? And how did they know about it? Yeah, you're right. That's, that's my first question. Are these people... Like close friends, relatives to the woman, the said woman that's alleging these allegations. Are these four people just bystanders, innocent bystanders? Are you know what I mean? Who are these four people? That's the first. That's my first question. And, and it's a very good one because you should text me that article because maybe somewhere in the article, which we're not going to read on this nah, cool last podcast. Fuck that. Um, but I will say this much: though. I'm gonna go on the Twitter, uh, per his Twitter. And, and here's where I kind of say it's, it, it might be a, a, a mind fuck or just like a, a little way to kind of, like you said, kind of deal with the shit that he has to deal with, but not implementing it enough. 
to make it feel believable. Mm-hmm. Because he comes up out of fucking nowhere. Hey, guys, quick announcement. That, that That's not a quick announcement, Doug. When George St. Pierre retires, in the, he, he puts an announcement. He goes to fucking press conference, sits the fuck down, and tells the world, hey, man, yeah. you guys are great. You guys are awesome. Thank you for your support. Thank you for blah, 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 blah. And then, boom, retire. Right. <laughs> this motherfucker was not too long ago still talking shit. About being the king of, of his division and still talking about and fighting. he's supposed to have a fucking fight, yeah. like, on the table or, like, negotiations with uh, uh, Donald Cerrone. Exactly. And then, and then after that fight, supposedly, trying to go back after Khabib. But, or no, two fights. He It was two fights and then Khabib if he won those fights. But once again, going based on this. Hey, guys, quick announcement. I've decided to retire from the sport form, formerly known as mixed martial arts today. I wish all my old colleagues well forward in competition. I now join my former partners on this venture already in retirement. Proper piña coladas on me, fellas. I don't take that shit serious. I mean, I just think, man, like, he's 30. See, you know what? You're right. I, I, I don't take it too seriously because of that same reason. You're right. But if you come out of nowhere, considering these allegations and investigations, I think it's the smartest thing for you to do. Wait, because am I, am, I, am I correct when I say, uh, damn, I think I was reading it, but Tanner's made the most UFC money ever. Nobody's made more money from in UFC that, but him. Um... I think I, th- I, I think it, it, it's I think on a partial because the other. I don't the, think I don't think anybody's paid, made. I don't think anybody's made more money from UFC than uh, Floyd or not Floyd, but uh, Connor. I think the only other dude was Brock. Let no. Yeah, he, bro. Les, Les was the highest paid even even for that uh, even during that time when he fought at UFC 200. He was well, the highest paid UFC fighter of all fucking time during that time. Well, all I was I, I know for sure that I mean, the top five highest yeah. paid the top five highest paid cards, four of them belong to Connor. I know that for a fact. I know the like the biggest fights in UFC history, the top five, four belong to Connor. And he you know what I mean? Like, so I think he's the highest paid UFC fighter ever, bro. Let's see. Cause the dude is the dude is money. The dude is box office, bro. No, no, no. Absolutely. No question about that. No, no, I, there's good fighters, right? There's some great fighters. But then there's box office. Yeah, because I mean, it, it should be McGregor to 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 that to that extreme. Yeah. I mean, do you think? Do because, you think? Do you think he's tired of just get? Look, it's because I don't think got, he thinks anybody can match him to get him back to those purses. Well, I mean, of course not. I mean, when he, when he fought Khabib, he realized the ass whooping he took for the for the amount of money he got after making almost a hundred million dollars off of getting an ass whooping from Floyd. It's a, it's a different feel. Of course it is. I just think, bro, like... It's a different feel. What does what UFC got to do to get to that next level? You know, it, one of the things... As I, a whole, though, like as a body. Look, I, I believe that um, for the most part, at least... Because UFC does a good job in giving you the fights that they want. Their their only problem, if any, 
is the fact that the UFC is very similar to a WWE. You know, to, 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 way, to, to explain. And the fact that you're limited to your own roster. You see, it's not like boxing, where boxing has a different... I mean, you can fight someone from outside of the country, outside of the world. As long as you get the promoters together and they fight, you can make the fight happen. But I think UFC... I think the UFC is good at that, though. Well, the reason like, why every I, card I call is it a held in a different no, no, there's no. London. There's it was just held it, in Australia or some shit. You know what I mean? Venues are one thing. Fighters in contract are another. UFC holds you mean contracts. fighters from different countries. No, 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 I'm talking about fighters in general. So I'm gonna give you an example. So back in the day, I was so angry at the UFC mm -hmm. when they could not strike a deal with Fedor Emelianenko, but yet Strike Force was able to do it. I just got upset. Anyway, so my thing is this. What, what I mean by the roster is because always remember, like, you got WWE, right? Right. You have a roster, so you know who's on their card. You got Brock Lesnar. Now you got Ronda Rousey. You got Charlotte Flair. You got, I mean, you got the regulars, you know, the people that you that you know. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry I couldn't name more more people in, the, in, in wrestling right now because I, I was a big fan of wrestling back in the day. <laughs> I could name I you the whole too. roster of the old school. But anyway. Oh, God. I could just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, so, so, so to, my, to my point, you're working off of the same roster. So it's like Vince McMahon having the task of having to put the best fights possible that people want to see mm -hmm. using the talent that you have. UFC has fell in that category where you are working off of a talent that is in your, you know, it, it's in your farm, mm -hmm. right? But now it's becoming difficult because you have other promotions, right? Other, But they're not even called promotions, other companies per se, such as like, you know, you got the Strike Forces, you got the Bellators, you got all these different fighters. Right. Whereas if you can't just get the Bellator champion and you can't bring them to the UFC and make a fight out of it, it doesn't work that way. Because you have to be working for Dana White to fight for the UFC. Right. But what I'm saying, what so I think they should do, though. They have to, that, that part has to open. In order for you to get the best fights in the business, the best fights that are going to make the biggest, the most sense and get everybody involved, mm -hmm. you have to open up that window. Say, hey, you know what? You're the champion of Bellator? All right, then your champ against my champ. Fuck it. It's like boxing. Boxing How's has that beauty because of the fact that I can be the WBC heavyweight champion. Mm -hmm. But there's a WBA heavyweight champion sitting out there. Guess what? If we fight, we unify the motherfuckers. Because there's there's no ownership in boxing. If you're a boxer, I can't own you. Well, it's because they're, they're all independent contractors. My point exactly. So once you're working for the UFC, you're contracted to work for the UFC. What if they did something like um, like levels to it? Is there some... Is, is I'm, I'm unfamiliar with the, the... What do you mean? Like as far as... So like... Um, Think about college basketball. Just uh, basketball. You got you, you got high school. You got college. You got the G League. You got the NBA. Right. Everybody's shooting to get into the NBA. Uh huh. But the NBA, you have to be the best of the best because there's um, around 500 people that's in the NBA. Does that make sense? So you ball in the G League. You get called up. Does that make sense? Okay. And then if you're in the NBA and you're just not cutting it for whatever reason, yeah, you get bumped down to, you get what I'm saying? You get bumped down to uh, to the to the G League. Okay. Does that make sense? Is it like that in the UFC? I mean. You lose a few fights in the UFC 
that you should have won and maybe you not proving yourself? Do you get like that? I think that structure should kind of uh, no, it, take in the UFC. It exists, but it's like they just start giving you less fights until your contract runs out. That's basically it. You see? And, and then, then we, uh, there's I, overseas basketball where you can still go and play yeah. professional basketball. See, look, it, there, there was a time, there was a, there was a branding called Affliction. Uh, it, at the time, it was um, uh, Pitbull, the Pitbull Andre Orlovsky, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and, and not Anderson Silva, um, Tim Sylvia. Okay. These two guys went out of the UFC. So they were they were both heavyweight champs in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And then they had a chance with their contracts ended. So they said, okay, you know what? Instead of fighting for the belt at the UFC, let me go ahead and fight for another branding, another promotion, right? Another company. Yeah. So they went to Affliction. Both these guys had the opportunity to fight the, the last emperor, you know, Fedor Melianenko, which they both got knocked out, by the way. But the point is that that's the only way that you can go out and fight, right? So mm-hmm. that's why the question got laid around. Fedor was the best in MMA for a very long time in the heavyweight division. But yet, you never had the opportunity to see him in the UFC or in that scope of everything because for everybody around in the U.S., mm-hmm. UFC is the end-all, be-all. And if it were up to me, did you ever see Pride Fighting? A little bit of it. Bro, I'm going to need you to check out Pride Fighting, Doug, because Pride Fighting was the one that, st- I mean, it didn't start at all. but it Wait, was Pride more- Fighting was just way too much anarchy, though. Whoa, 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 wait it was a minute. Wait, wait. Really no structure. It was just like two cats. What you mean fighting. no structure, bro? You're talking about the original UFC where you could punch somebody in the balls and put your eyes in their fucking you know, <laughs> eyes. I'm not talking about that. In in pride fighting, mm-hmm. it was fucking fighting. You couldn't you couldn't hit them in the sack, you couldn't poke their eyes out. There were limitations. You couldn't pull their hair, you know, little little shit that would kind of cough, catch you off guard. Yeah. But the fighting scope was wide open. If you got if if you got punched to the floor, mm-hmm. you had motherfuckers like uh, 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 the axe murderer, you know, which is why there's a reason why you got that nickname. Right. You know, so Silva would he would run like he'd kick you to the floor, you'd fall. Mm-hmm. He'd be jumping in the air, Bruce Lee style, two legs about to stomp your fucking face. All right. Knock you the fuck out, bro. So that's that's too fucking. Uh, nah, but see, but look at that though. But <laughs> pride, <laughs> pride fighting was the shit. You had back then also like with Bass Rutten, bro. It was called Pancreas Championships, mm-hmm. right? These dudes would fight. They had a different rule of fighting. So the thing was that you couldn't hold a fist in pancreas fighting. Okay. Right. Everything had to be open palm. So you could imagine how strong your palm had to be because you would just get a tap on somebody and knock them the fuck out, right? That's fucking crazy. Exactly. If you ever notice this dude, he has like tattoos in his fucking hands and shit. Yeah. Because it, it, it's a reminder that he could, he, he, you don't want to fuck with them open-handed or close-handed. Like, fuck that. Right, right. right. So, but I mean, to my point though, it's the fact that if UFC wants to continue to grow there has to be some type of open branding, or not open branding, but open promotion mm-hmm. to allow big fights under the UFC branding. You know, like, uh, but I can see why they don't do it, though. Because can you imagine? Let's say you got Khabib, right? Right. And then you let one of the Bellator champions mm-hmm. come over to the UFC for one fight just to promote, like, okay, boom, this is it, right? Right. And then Khabib loses to this guy. Right. He, he can't give him his belts, though. So you can't give this man your belts, but you just lost. But, <laughs> but next week, I got I, I to, gotta, no, I mean, two months from now, I got to defend my belt against someone else because mm-hmm. I'm still the champion. It, it's, a, it's a hard pill to swallow now. 
The credibility goes out the window. That's a tough pill, yeah. You know, so something has to happen where, you know, some some contracts have to get worked out a little bit better. Right. And then, um, I mean, I mean, these are just the things, man. So if they want to grow and become better, they have to find a way. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, keep giving the lucrative contracts to get these guys over. I mean, they, they, they literally have to monopolize this business in order to be successful. They bought pride fighting, bro. Where do you think all their good fighters came from? See, it's a, lot of people, a lot of people don't even know that shit, dog. Right. Zufa, I mean, with 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 uh, UFC. Right. Their best fucking fighters that they've ever had came from Pride. Silva came from Pride. Right. Mm-hmm. You had fuckers like uh, Nogueira, Pride. Oh, that's Randleman. Yeah. Pride. You know what I'm saying? These are animals that you always remember. Say, holy shit, these dudes were. They were Mikro Krokop in his fucking prime. That mm-hmm. was pride. Right? Yeah. You know, you had, oh my God, bro. The, the list can go fucking on, dude. Like, the, everybody that, I, Alistair Overeem, every fucking amazing fucking fighter. Rampage Jackson. Pride. Pride. Everybody. Everybody that you can think of in the U.S. Chuck Liddell. Pride. Yeah. So Ice man. Every fucking champion that you've ever known. Mm-hmm. That you've come to love in the in the gruesome time of the UFC when it was growing. I used to love Iceman. You see what I'm saying? But they all came from Pride. I fighting. used to love Iceman. What's is is is, is Pride a still a thing? You like bought them. Mm. They don't exist no more. They bought them out. So guess what happened? When you bought out your biggest competition, you took their fighters in the process. No different from when WWE mm-hmm. bought out WCW. And what happened? WCW. <laughs> NWO, so, hey, remember? You, yeah, you, but you feel me though. But you yeah. see, they have to take a book out of Vince McMahon's culture because in order for you to keep succeeding, you have to buy out the next man's company to take their fucking talent. There's no other way to fucking do this shit because it ain't like boxing where you could have that open market. It doesn't exist for for ultimate fighting. Hey, they got to do it, man. You know, I'm just saying. Just, they got to do just, it, man. Just thought. Just because thought. I'm 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 way more into UFC than I am boxing. <laughs> Well, currently, way more like like I'll tune in to boxing here and there when I catch it. I never plan to like you know catch it. Like, it's but be- UFC on the other hand, it, it, it's because of the fact that boxing nowadays mm-hmm. has taken too much of the Floyd Mayweather pill of trying to structure the right fight at the wrong time. That's becoming a big problem in boxing. It's changing ever so slightly, mm-hmm. you know, because you got people like Wilder knocking on people's doors. But look at this. Wilder Joshua should have happened four fights ago. But Man. it's not happening. Why? Because they want to soak the butter. You know, they, they, they want the bread to be nice and crisp. They need to stop, man. They need to fucking. Yeah, I mean, and that's the biggest problem. That's why people are getting, you know, disconnected with boxing. Right, right. Because we're, we're watching fights that we don't want to see, but we we watch them anyway because we want to learn the outcome to finally realize, hey, will this be the one after this one? Would it happen now? UFC is crazy, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Dana White says, fuck all that shit. He says, you know what? Y'all want to see this motherfucker? Okay, cool. You got it. That's it. Mm. There's no question about it. It's crazy. There's no there's no waiting game between them, which is why it's so fucking amazing of why they're so successful. But they have to be able to keep up with this fucking market, man. Right, right. I mean, shit. It's all about the market, bro. 
I don't know, man. It's it's it's, it's a wild one, dude. But going to going back to that little McGregor bullshit, though, man. Yeah. I will I will tell you this much. Um, I mean, ho- hopefully it doesn't turn out to be guilty. You know, because I I got a lot of respect for the dude in the sense that I think the money is causing him to be crazy. Don't say I hope he don't don't say I hope he turns out to not be guilty. Just hope he did not do what he's being accused of. Well, that, that's kind of what I meant by because it, if he's yeah. if he did what he's being accused of, bro, bro, I I, I don't I don't give him over. the same mercy of OJ, bro. Like at the end of the day, if you did that shit and you just got had a good lawyer, I mean that's not I don't respect that either. So I, no, to to that extent, let me clarify. Hopefully. Yeah, he didn't just do it, period. Right? Yeah. But um, yeah, I'd like to see him back in the UFC, man. Just because, I mean, he was literally the embodiment mm-hmm. of, I don't know, dog. The best way I could put him, he was an embodiment to me, dog. Of a, you familiar with Aaron Pryor? Aaron Pryor, yeah. That's who I see him as. Aaron Pryor was. Yeah, man, you know, I'll, 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 I'll go to your house if you want me to, and I'll fuck you up, right? Going to somebody's house is crazy. Like, you see what I'm saying? He's yeah. like, you know, th- that's the kind of dude, and guess what he would do? He'd show up to that ring mm-hmm. and fuck you up. He'll tell people. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I was watching these little interviews with this dude, man. He's just like, he's sitting back coasting, mm-hmm. just talking about, I'm going to beat you like your daddy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Oh, and that, when you when you said when you said I'll, I'll come to your house, <laughs> oh, shit. that shit and that, that shit. Uh, oh my god, that shit bring up brought back a story. Hit it. And um, when I was a kid, bro, like I was probably like fifteen, bro. It was this uh, dude. His name was. His name. I'm gonna say his name. Fuck it. I don't care about <laughs> it. His name was Victor. And then. We used to, like, fucking hate each other. So we used to, like, talk shit to each other, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, we was kids. So, like, we was young. We wasn't. We weren't, like, in this in this sensitive time. Right. So, like, that we are now. We used uh-huh. to make gay jokes. Uh-huh. Right? He was, uh, he was a little bit, he was very, he was, he was very, he was much more feminine than all the other dudes on the block. Okay. Right, he had never played ball with us, never played football with us. He'd never come to the crib to to play game. Like he never did any of the shit that all the dudes on the block did. Like, but yet he was always kind of around. Okay, you get what I'm saying. He always like gravitated towards like the girls that would you know be out there on the block or whatever. Um, but anyways, he used to like this girl that was on the block. Her name okay. was Christina. And she was the homie Thigadet's sister. Thigadet. Oh, shit. And I used, to, I used to like her. I used to be like, Oh, wait. you too? Damn. I used to, I used to, I used to be on her. And then, <laughs> but, and then Thigadet was like, yo, do your thing. Like, whatever. So I used to be trying to, you know, shoot my little shot every now and then. I was 15. I had no game. And she was like a year older than me. And so. Beautiful. Yeah. And then so I used to think that Victor, this dude that we thought was. And I, I actually think he, he is gay. So I'm not like talking shit. I think he's gay to, to at this like to, to this day. Till this day. But anyway, till this day. I used to think that he used to be <laughs> hating on me. Okay. Like he would hate on the game. Like I would like you know plant my little seeds, but then I would think this motherfucker keep digging them up. Like he's like hating on me. So one day we uh, we uh, we setting up the um we setting up the fucking uh. 
the fucking basketball court. Okay. Right? We used to have one in our backyard. And then so I remember telling this motherfucker, like, you know, remember those basketball courts that you would have to put water oh, in the back of it? Oh, so hell yeah, dog. We couldn't put water in it because it was broken. It was busted. So we shit. used to take, like, fucking bricks and cinder blocks and shit to put on the back of it so that the court didn't fall forward. And I remember I was like, yo, Victor. dope. Like, I remember I, I, I told him in front of her, in front of Christine, I was like, yo, Victor, get your gay ass on the back and, and stand on it because you ain't playing basketball anyway, like... <laughs> and so he started talking shit. Like, he started talking shit or whatever. And, you know, I mean, it's shit I shouldn't have said. But we was kids. And then so he started talking shit. We started talking shit back. I'm like, yeah, F you, whatever. You not going to whoop my ass. And he's oh, like, shit. you know what? He's like, you know what? I'm going to come to your house later. Oh, shit. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So we play basketball or whatever. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, at the gate, like it was, it was like eight o'clock at night, right? right? At the gate, all we hear is, ding, 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 ding. like somebody, like it seems like somebody's tapping on our on our back gate with okay. with a key. All right. So my mom goes outside, and she's like, "Yes, who is it?" And then she goes outside, and she talks, and my mom comes in. Me and my pops and my little brother sitting in the living room. My pops was watching Jeopardy. I remember so vividly. My mom was cooking in the kitchen, and then my dad. He goes outside. He comes back, and he's like, "It's a he's like it's a little nigga outside <laughs> that say he want to fight you." <laughs> Damn, he came through. He he came through, Woo! and I was like, and my pops was like, "You better go beat this nigga you better, ass. You better go out there. He came to your house. No, he was like, he came. He was like, you better go beat this nigga ass, or I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> you don't fuck him up, I'm gonna fuck you up." Basically saying like How the fuck oh, you got somebody man. Coming to my house Parenting saying, 101 people I want y'all to listen to this shit Parenting back in the day No no That's parent. That, that's right parenting Alright so, That's a different conversation So I was like Alright so I get up I go throw on some shoes And I go outside And you get ready And he, him out there He got like a whole little cast with him Oh, He, he got like his two sisters His mama was there Everybody Oh damn This fool came strapping it Bro, and I was like, Ooh. okay, so I only have my little brother came outside because my little brother was with the shits too. Okay. Like he he he. So I told him he came outside. He put his little shoes on. We outside. Yo, I opened the gate. No, he didn't come outside. Oh, okay. Right. He didn't come outside. When I came back in the house, he was eating. He expected. He, he expected you to do what you do. So I go outside. Okay. And then he was nervous. Like he, I seen, and this is back when I was with the fuck shit. Like I was like, all right, like I'm, like I've been jumped. Like I'm not scared of you. Like I'm gonna fuck you over. Like it's not even gonna be funny. You showed up at my house, whatever. So I'm standing there. Okay. And then um, I'm just standing. There. I'm looking at him. And then his mama was like, "Go, go. You better swing on him. You better swing on him." So he walks up to me. And oh then, wait, so the mom told him to do it. Yeah, his mom. Walk, he walks up to me, oh, and then she kept screaming. I'm like, "You better swing on him! You better swing on him!" He swung on me. He hit me, and I beat the brakes off this dude. I went straight. As soon as he swung, he hit me like in the ear area. If it didn't hurt, I ain't gonna lie. But I went <laughs> straight in on his ribs. I started fucking him over. And next thing you know, I make you awarded that. Next thing you know, his mom jumped in between like a UFC referee. Like, watch out! Waving it off And I was like And so I get up I'm fixing my clothes And then my little brother Starts talking his little shit Like Can y'all go home Go to fuck home And then so they started walking out They started walking Because we had like a little pathway To get into the back of our house okay. They started walking out the path Like they just Like it was like his mom Literally brought him To get his ass whooped And walk off 
Right? So I close the gate. We go back in the house. My dad was like, go wash your hands. Your food on the table. <laughs> oh, he man, I love this he dude. Didn't, he didn't ask uh, no, God rest his soul. He didn't ask oh, no man. questions about what happened, why he wanted to fight, I where he it, came dog. from. I love it. I love Bro, it. I literally just went to the bathroom, yeah. washed my hands, started eating my little spaghetti at the table. Oh, it was like no question. It was literally spaghetti? no question asked. Bro, that's a perfect night. I was like, that's, um, that, that shit was the craziest shit ever because I never thought he would do some fuck shit like that. So why do you think he did it, though? Or did you ever find out why he did it? I don't, I don't know why he found out he did it, but people were probably gassing him up. But but he would have never said it at that moment. And I mean, he, he obviously meant it. Who? The dude? Lil Victor. Saying, saying what about what? Meant what? About going to your house. He, After. He meant it, I guess. And he did it. He showed up and got hey. fucked over. Hey, listen, you got you to gotta, you gotta get a little, 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 little Mahu some, uh, some props, bro, because... If he pulled up on you, dog, considering the circumstances, that motherfucker showed up, man. Hey, you gotta I, get, like, I gotta give him props. You got you gotta shoot him some props. Dog. I told I I gave him props. I totally didn't see him coming. I'm on the couch just chilling. My pops watching Jeopardy. <laughs> we just posted. Next thing you know, they hear the little key. My mom go outside. She come back. My mom was like, it's somebody outside that said they want to fight you. Mom's didn't ask no questions at all. My dad gets up off the couch. He walks outside. He comes back in like two minutes later. Oh, like, shit. It's a dude out there that want to fight. You better go You, you better go, go handle him. your business, basically. Go go beat him. <laughs> that was crazy. You better lay him out like an Armenian rug. And I, and I, I just feel like that is, that's parenting. That, that's like, what it is. <laughs> but in today's day and age, you can't do that. If you, if you, if you encourage something like that, you're a bad man. That's crazy. I don't know what happened to society, dog. I don't know what the fuck society started drinking, bro. But it's just whatever they started drinking, they fucked everything up. I don't want. I don't want any of that beverage. Hell nah. Getting me but, upset. But anyways, man. Um, anything else, man? You want to touch on, man? I don't even. It was a slow week this week. I think, as far as news and as far as like topics and stuff, it was a pretty slow week. You got anything else? Nah, nah, man. It was. It was. Hey, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. Hold on. I got one last little thing, bro. Which was. I think you brought this up to me, dog. What's that? I, and, and we might be a little bit late on this one because we, you know, I mean, not bad. But there, there was either it was I, I did not confirm or deny mm-hmm. the 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 information because I, I haven't checked it 100 percent to be sure. Okay. But George Foreman. What about him? Something happened with his daughter, or something like that. No. George Foreman. George Foreman. Yes. There, there was something that I heard. I forgot. I don't know who told me. Let me. I'm I'm actually unfamiliar with that. Let me see. I, I don't know who the hell told me that. I know it was. Uh, let me see. Hold up, because it, it it caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a joke, but then somebody was like, "Nah, man, some real shit." Let me see. Something happened with this daughter. Yeah, dog. Here, here. This is what right here. She committed suicide, bro. Died of suicide. Fuck. Did they, did they say why? I mean, uh, I mean, of course it's hard to say why, but yeah. And, and she was actually a boxer, bro. Like she, she, she was she, a boxer. Yeah, she she retired with a five and one record, if I recall right. Okay. Um, I believe so. Okay. I, I, yeah, she only had one loss. At, uh, like that was a long time ago. That was like back in 01, I think, or or, or okay, something like that. But she had she had one loss, and I, got I mean, you. it was cool. You know, she tried to go on there, but check this out. So uh, according, and, and this is based on TMZ, real quick. Uh, it says here, George Foreman's daughter, 
Frida Foreman, died of an apparent suicide. And based on the evidence surrounding her demise, it appears she hanged herself. Damn. And it says here, a spokesperson of the Harris County Precinct 4, mm-hmm. uh, what is that? Um, the same county where Frida was found dead over the weekend tells TMZ, early indications are that Frida Frida's cause of death was an apparent suicide. Oh, no, that was just like a speculation. She was 42, bro. It's fucking crazy. Well, shout out. Not shout out, but God rest your soul. I mean, that's crazy. And I mean, you know, and yeah. Ford, Foreman's got a lot of kids, dog. He do. That's why I started making them fucking grills. Uh, he needed an easier, more efficient way to start cooking for them motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, real talk, though. But, you know... I don't know, man. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, man. That, that, that's tough, though, man, because, you know, when you got a bunch of kids like that, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, I look at my, like my grandmother, right? My grandmother had a bunch of kids, and she's outlived, um, like, at least six of them already. Shit. Something like that, right? Yeah, and they said I'm supposed to go that way. It's supposed to be the know, other way around. And all of them have been because of, like, you know, sickness, yeah. The only one uh, outside of that was uh, my uncle where he got killed. Um, but other than that, I mean, that was it, you know, which. Yeah. And that stuff sucks, man, because it's just like, you know, as as a parent, you never want that. But like in this case scenario, those are events, right? I mean, you can't change the course of events. But I think it's much harder when you have so many kids and, you know, they take their own lives. Yeah. Now, I don't know the backstory behind everything. I don't know if there was any type of. Uh, Drug use or yeah, abuse or, or anything like that, or of any kind, or any or any past history that could have led to to someone to be like, okay, you know what, this is a possibility. Yeah, you know, but yeah, man, that, 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 I just want to kind of throw a throw a little well, condolences that, out yeah. to to her family, friends, and stuff like that. Yeah, real talk. That's a that's a tragic situation. Also, again, I do want to end it by just sending my condolences to all the families that were in New Zealand too, man. That's a tragic moment as well. Everybody just trying to catch a viral. Catch a viral thing. That's why people record themselves or have themselves recorded when they run up and try to jump somebody and shit like that. Y'all niggas is clowns, man. Y'all dudes. I wish I. I want. I, I really want to see a video one day where y'all try to run up and sneak somebody, but then that person that you running up on end up turning around and. Whew, bro. Hey, no. I'm at, like I'm like I'm 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 ready to start seeing dudes meet their maker. It, is that bad? It's getting, it is I'm bad, ready to start seeing dudes like the dudes that want to run up and jump somebody. I'm ready to start seeing a few of y'all niggas, y'all cornballs, just meets your fucking maker. You run up thinking you about to just snuff somebody, but yet that person turn around and and, and snuff you. I'm I want that. I'm ready to see that. I don't like watching videos like I, like which really got me raging. I don't know if you've seen the video of this dude. He's on the train, and it's this elderly woman, old like a uh, senior citizen woman. He's punching her. He starts kicking her. I don't know why. No, I never like saw it's like that. a silent video. Like I'll show you. I think. Uh, the fuck. Like that shit. Like it. Like it. Literally. You know who I seen posted? Who? Dana White. Uh, this one. <laughs> 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 
What the fuck? And then like and, fucking and clown face, dog. What and the then fuck? like clown dudes like recording it. Like somebody on that fucking train should have. You know what I mean? World star that. You see, like, and the fact is, hey, no, you look. Here's my thing, bro. Hey, you know, after seeing this shit, I just got hot. Look, if I swear, I fucking swear to this, dog. The justice system has got to do something. If you are fucking recording an incident like this one, mm-hmm. and you do shit about it other than record it, instigating in the background instead of taking action and caring for human life in itself. Fuck you too. Yeah, like something's gotta happen. Nah, dog. I believe that shit got me hot. Look, bro, it's it's one thing to see like a youngin, you know, get into that bullshit. Okay, whatever the fuck. This is an old lady on a fucking train, dog. I believe in karma. I believe in street justice. I believe. I hope Hood Food saw that shit and saw this motherfucker. I I hope that. I hope they see this video and be like, this motherfucker's gotta come home. And they, like, you get what I'm saying? He's walking up the stairs to his apartment. Fucker. And they world star his bitch ass. I like it's just. I would only assume, or I would hope, that there's an open investigation on this fool. That you know, so that I mean, that's assault. It is. I would hope so too. I mean, hey, that that got me low key hot, bro. Yeah, it had me. It had me tight for a minute. I was tight. I was like, "Yo, are you serious?" But the fact it don't matter what this lady said, dog. Because I, 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 I'm a comment reader. I see videos like that I read the comments To see what motherfuckers Are talking about It was one dude I read a couple comments That said Oh the lady said The lady said Something disrespectful Towards him Like fuck you Or I don't care What that lady said That lady is at least 60 years old Yeah She's on a train By herself She appears to be homeless I, I'm not gonna really say I mean But she appears to that You get what I'm saying Like She fits the bill Yeah like are you are you serious, bro? Like you, th- this is how you go. Um, this this how we gonna do it? You get what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't wanna look. I, look, I, I I really don't care. Look, I'm. Let me tell you like this, okay? If it's a young man talking to a young man, and they want to get they, they want to talk this shit, they want to go at it because they both I believe that themselves. Shit. I believe in that shit. Go for it. Do your thing. Handle it. You have to. But. If Because he, here's one thing, man. I mean, but if this I, old lady oh, says fuck you or whatever, it's nothing look, she could say. Look, bro, but you know, but the, it goes to show you one thing, though. There's a simple method, a simple piece of life mm-hmm. that everybody forgot because of this generation that's so shitty in which we live in. I remember back in the day, there's something they told us no matter what the fuck, you respect your elders. Yeah. You respect them. Especially when they're old. If you know that they can't do shit to you, you know that they can't fucking physically harm you. Right. And they're just talking their shit. They could be 80 years on this earth and they just feel like, you know what? I've earned the right to talk shit. Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck? You let them do it. Who gives a fuck? What are they going to do to you? Their opinion shouldn't matter nothing. You know what I mean? It's like there's nothing they can tell you that could throw you off hinge. Like, oh my God, I'm going to go fuck this old lady up. Right. Like, what the fuck? But like I said, dog, I'm I'm more pissed off at those motherfucking mahus, dog, that were just fucking watching this shit. I'm more pissed off at them. These motherfuckers just watching? Just chilling. Just chill, and, and it became so normal. I mean, you, we, we talked about it the other day, bro, when that fool got I shot up in his hoping, car. I be going hoping. up to his car instead of trying to save his life. Showing a video of this dude shot up. 
Hey man, look, check it out, dog. Oh, the XXX? It's live. Yeah. See, I mean, this kind of I shit th- is fucking. I, like, I, like part of me want to be in an environment Darn. where something bad like that happens, where I could just run up and just snuff. What? This old lady, are you serious? But it's sick, man. We live in a sick world. People are sick as fuck, man. And, and it's getting sicker. That's the worst part. People I, make it. Oh my God, dog. Yeah, man. I think, um,. I think on that note, man, we're about an hour and a half in. You got anything else for us, man, for the people's folk? All I know is that one day, <clears throat> when, once we get big, I'm going to create a nonprofit organization called the Snuff Program. <laughs> All right? Our mission, if you choose to accept it, will be <laughs> to snuff up all those fools recording street justice. Street <laughs> hey, you get what I'm Since the judicial system <laughs> isn't giving us the justice... <laughs> Street justice. Let me let me end it with that. That's it. Drops the mic. Yeah. Hey y'all, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. Episode thirty-two. Good is the podcast. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are we calling this one? Uh, Street justice. Ah, oh, you know what? Hold up, dog. You know, I I would love that one. What's up? I think I think I got one that. Uh, it's because I mean you said it a couple times, dog. I, I think I, I think it's fitting. What's that? That fucking. Uh, uh, Oh my God! That De- that that Deontay Wilder quote, the the Deontay Wilder quote, bro. Till this day, till this day, bro. You you had that passion on you, bro. Hey, till this day. Hey, let's do it, right? Let's talk about that off air. <laughs> Shout out to y'all, man. Apple, Google, SoundCloud. Fuck with us, man. Comment, like, subscribe, come through. Let me know if you're trying to come through, man. Have some good convo with us, man. We appreciate. Everybody, all the listeners, um, anything for the people, man? Nah, nah, just send the links, man. Much love to y'all and appreciate it, man. Over Deuces. Now.